Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Randall, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We also have a variety of reward tiers over on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. One of those one of those reward tiers is $20. And at that mark, you get to submit your video question right here at Matt Chat. It's a Sunday Matt Chat show. Woo! What a crazy triple mania we had last night, Larson. Yeah, it was something else. I just spun a lot there, so I'm dizzy. Oh. So I gotta get my bearings back. Uh, let's just kick things off. Give me an opportunity here to, to not be dizzy anymore. Uh, first question from Christopher Rampersad. Well, hold on. Should, should we explain something really we quick? We will after question. Uh, take it away, Christopher. Hello, Stephen Larson. I just want to say thank you very much for making me Match Out Hall of Famer. So this is your Match Out Hall of Famer, Christopher Rampersad here. And my question is, do you think we're going to get Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler? It is probably the most exciting match I really want to see. Because I want to see Goldberg annihilate and bury Dolph Ziggler. And I am ready for this match with SummerSlam or anytime. Do you believe we're going to get this match? Even though Dolph Ziggler is heavily talking about Goldberg a lot. Thank you, Christopher. Thank so, you, Christopher. Uh, we're reshooting this. Yeah, usually we do this on Wednesdays, which we should, we should probably start filming these like later in the week. Once the new stuff happens. Once the schedule gets changed and stuff we it's, might want Wednesday just worked out best and gives me time to edit sure uh, oh yeah that's a good point too yeah uh, uh but uh we originally shot this Wednesday um but shortly thereafter uh, new information came to light man uh regarding <laughs> well, Christopher's question and Christopher's gonna be very happy aren't you happy for Christopher he gets to see this match he said he really wants to see I it. know he wants to see it, so I'm happy yeah, for Christopher I'm good. not as excited but Christopher's very happy about it so uh uh when after the next question we have completely different shirts on now you know why the rest <laughs> right, of episodes yeah. as, as we shot it on Wednesday yeah. this is Friday um, so the, Steve the original answer for this because he said is this match going to happen we both said no it's not going to happen we both said it's not going to happen I think I said I want it to happen you said you emphatically do not want it to happen I have basically zero interest in it yeah um, so it does seem Christopher congratulations seems to be confirmed this match is gonna well here's the thing Meltzer is is like a thousand percent confident. What if WWE's just trolling the crap out of Meltzer? I know that the possibility exists, or the possibility exists that because the match has gotten leaked, they will think, well, we can do something with Goldberg down the line. Or oh something. well, no, I was thinking this. 
what if Goldberg was never on the table? Maybe. And then they, when they saw this Meltzer thing, they were like, hey, and they just tried to troll Meltzer. That's entirely possible. Everybody's trying to troll Meltzer, man. Could be. Could be. Oh, my goodness. Could be. Um, I mean, just because that's the news, Meltzer's seemingly uh, overwhelmingly confident that it's going to happen doesn't mean plans can't change. True. Um, what do you think the possibility of that happening is? Zero. I think the possibility that the match was never going to happen in the first place is a better possibility than them changing plans based on Melter leaking this info. That's my thoughts on that. Um, although, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of see your point. If, if they wanted to keep it so secret, if they were determined to keep it secret, and then it leaked out, maybe it's just a big... Oh. I mean, because Meltzer says And then they push it. Because Meltzer says on the internal like match listings, it wasn't even listed on that. Yeah. So if this is something they were trying to keep so hush-hush that internally it wasn't even being you know, passed around or, or, or people weren't aware of it. There's been reports that this match is going to happen. I don't think it's a sure thing. Even if it was... I don't even know if it was necessarily a sure thing uh, before Meltzer started reporting on it or was apparently told that it was going to happen. Um, and I think it's a slightly less sure thing now. Yeah, I don't know, man. That just might be yeah, me projecting my yeah, own feelings. I really have no desire to see it. Yeah, could be, could be. I kind of feel like, I don't know, I, I feel like because Goldberg is such a big money deal and it's SummerSlam, they're going to they're gonna do what's best for the millions of people who are going to watch this, assuming millions of people watch it, um, for the larger audience as opposed to the internet wrestling community. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my thought. They wouldn't really care about it. If they knew or whatever, I mean, it, like you know, hey, give Alvarez credit. The fact is, Dolph Ziggler was name dropping Goldberg endlessly. He was yeah. name dropping Goldberg more than the Jacksons name dropped CM Punk. Mm-hmm. So I do think that there is probably some fire where there's smoke, and I don't oh, think that's going to change. They have Dolph Ziggler. It's like it's obvious that people are going to be like, yeah, this is going to happen. Yeah, like you and I were even talking about it. We yeah, both yeah, thought yeah, it yeah. was like because you were talking about it. And I was like, that's outrageous. That was never going to happen. Well, I mean, just based on the talk of of, of, of Dolph saying his name repeatedly, people are like, is he going to have a match against Goldberg? See, I always thought, I, I honestly figured that was just WWE being petty. I thought that was Vince being petty yeah. and wanting to rub Goldberg's name in the dirt more because of that crap match at the Saudi show. Mm-hmm. Evidently, it's exactly the opposite. They're name dropping him because there might be a match on deck. Yeah, entirely possible. So I could see that being the case. Entirely possible. Uh, next question from The Raptor. Ooh. It is I, The Raptor, returned. And here's my match. WWE are about to enter in a partnership with a network that can easily cancel their product in SmackDown. So, after learning that they rewrote SmackDown twice on Tuesday, what do you think will be the outcome of Fox and the WWE's partnership? I say it's going to end in flames, baby. Muchas gracias, Raptor. Thank you, Raptor. Uh, I'll tell you what the outcome's going to be. Well, not Okada dollars. Well, I it's thought that was going to float down. I thought it was going to float down. We got to do it like this, I think. Yeah, see if it'll... There you go. That's what we're talking about. Uh, money. That's going to be the outcome. Yeah. Uh, Fox is going to do whatever they need to do, whatever they can, to make sure WWE SmackDown Live on Fox gets the ratings they want. Mm-hmm. If they have to be super hands-on with the show, they'll be super hands-on. They will do everything within their power uh, to get the ratings where they want them to be. And once that happens... They will be content. Yeah. And everybody will make money off it. Yep. It's possible that once the five year deal is up, they'll remove themselves from it. They'll be done Entirely with it. Entirely possible. But I think it's very, very doubtful that it's going to go down in flames 
Uh, I, quite the contrary. I think, like you said, I think it's going to make everybody a lot of money. And uh, it'll probably raise the stock price even more. Not to say in that it's going to be. It'll probably give them what they want. And in five years, they'll probably re-up and for even more money. Maybe. Because companies work that way. kind of. And it's, it's not to say that uh, it's, it's going to be a smooth partnership. There'll be some bumps in the road. Uh, Fox, I think, is going to be hands. I think they're going to be hands on I think they're going to be hands on the reason. They're going to say, well, we've given you this much money. And you're not delivering what we want. Bishop's going to be. I think, give us the keys to the car. He's going to have a heck of a. Uh, probationary period mm-hmm. you know I think that he's gonna it's gonna be interesting I don't they, they're probably gonna install somebody who's a bit more savvy with you know relations between companies than him I would think well, that's kind of the primary reason he was brought in yeah I know I know but that was a Vince hire and Fox didn't know about it yeah like a, a, a liaison of sorts like that you would mm-hmm. think that I mean it's They'd one thing to hire a creative think, guy yeah, yeah but I don't know man I'm still not entirely sure what Bischoff's doing I don't, even, I don't even think Bischoff's sure what he's doing. No. I mean, he's hanging out at catering, getting these production meetings. He's like, here, let's get up to speed. Mm-hmm. Delicious primer. Waiting for somebody to ask him a question. Pop another tape in. Do you know what his, uh, do you know what his, whatever the question is, you know what the answer is going to be? Motorcycle gang. Motorcycle gang. Hey, do you have any good ideas for uh, Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown? Motorcycle gang. Hollywood Heels, motorcycle gang. <laughs> By the way, can we bring Hogan in? Ugh. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyways, uh, we got a new Matt, Matt Chatter, Larson. Yep, yep. It's always a very uh, a celebration when we have a new Matt Chatter. True. I wish I had a little confetti. That's what we should do. We should bring those little poppers Popper. in. When we have like a new Matt Chatter. And just imagine a digital one like that. The hollow one. Uh, let's see what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. This is uh, the hollow one here. First time Matt Chatter. Um, hopefully I'm doing this right. Um, just uh, kind of get your thoughts on where you think the uh, women's tag team division is going to be headed. You know, we haven't really seen the Iconics too much. You know, I know they're not written off completely, but it just seems like they're not making any room for them anymore. Uh, I think they're pretty entertaining. I like Asuka and Kyrie Sane. 
uh, with Paige. You know, I also really think Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross can do something pretty awesome. So just looking forward to hear your thoughts. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you, Hollow One. Thank you, Hollow One, and welcome to Matt Chat. You know, for being somebody dubbed the Hollow One, he seems chock full of charisma and affability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he made up a word there. Uh, anyways, Larson. Uh, Affable, wh- affability, maybe. Right? Maybe. Seems right. What do you think is going to happen with that women's I don't know. You answer division? first. I go first? You go first. I went first last time. Fair enough. Uh, well, I am, I'm, I like Oscar and Kyrie Sane. I get the feeling that they're probably going to win it in the kickoff at SummerSlam. You know, Mandy and uh, Sonya never got their match to get to. That'll happen in the kickoff at SummerSlam. Triple threat match. Yeah. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Or did it the week I didn't watch? No, there was no match. Okay. No, there was no match. Okay. Because that week. Uh, the, 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 the week you didn't watch, I did watch. That's when it happened. But no. No, it was a week before they said they were getting their match. I remember that that bit. Mm. But I don't think the match ever happened, did it? Anyways, continue. It was supposed to be Mandy and Sonya against the uh, Iconics, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, no. Me. Remember, they sat down and they had that little flub. We we yes. covered that one. You watched that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. But I didn't... And there hasn't been a match since. Okay. We've watched everything since then. Um. So... I, dude, I don't know. I, I I really don't know. They seem to be at a bit of a crossroads with the women's division in general. I think SmackDown's doing a decent job. They've got Charlotte versus Trish. They've got Bailey versus Ember Moon. Those are that's decent stuff. Um, all I really have going on in Raw is uh, Becky versus Natalia, which is a bit on the underwhelming side for SummerSlam. Uh, and the Iconics really have nowhere have they have not been seen. There are two obvious matchups for the Iconics. I kind of feel like maybe the day before SummerSlam, they'll tweet this out, that this is going to happen. It would be awesome if they had next week on SmackDown uh, or this coming week on SmackDown uh, some story to forward the match or at least to set it up just to to get it made. Um, It'd be an absolute shame if they debut these belts and it'd be less than a year later. uh, They're they're not on SummerSlam, the second biggest show of of the year. I know. Um, I do want to see him on Kyrie Sane and Oscar, but there's a bigger problem. They're just not doing anything with the division. It's you've got a little bit of Mandy and Sonya who are kind of building to a thing with Ember Moon that never happened, uh, really. And then you know, well, there's beef between them and Carmella too. That never really went anywhere. Yeah, that didn't go anywhere. There's just a whole lot of they don't know what's going on. They don't know what they they're have doing. No direction for the division. Um, you get the feeling that Oscar and Kyrie Sane. Probably in the next ones, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they went Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. In any event, I don't think the Iconics are going to hold a pass SummerSlam, assuming they have that assuming match. Assuming there's a match that happens, I know. Um, it's it's interesting. There, you know, all the rumors and stuff that said that one of the reasons is that Sasha wanted to have a long way with the, with the titles was to really establish him and not be kind of be made meaningless immediately. And uh, and this is no disrespect to the Iconics. I think they're great. Um, but creative has done those titles absolutely no favors. Yeah. They're not on TV. They're not defended hardly ever. They're not involved in any sort of programs, much less interesting ones. Go to NXT. I know. Like, That's what they said they were going to do. These will be defended everywhere. Uh, Go to NXT. They always, I hate when they did 24-7, same thing. UK, NXT, and they never make good on it. No. They never do that. Why are you going to say it? And then not do it. And then not do it. I mean, I mean they, that's sort of this WWE that's in what a nutshell. That's what they do. Um, as far as what... Like, the outlook is pretty positive in terms of the division as a whole. Because you mentioned Iconics. They're great. Uh, Asuka and Kyrie Sane. 
I would love to see them on my television on a more regular basis because they're fantastic. Even if they get those titles, though, I just don't think that's going to happen. I know. I agreed. Sadly, I agree. Uh, you can't dismiss the prospect of Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss sticking around as a team and going after those titles either. I think that'd be great. Um, uh, you got Mandy and Sonya. Uh, Carmella and Naomi have been a tag team before. There's a lot of really good options for a really good tag division if they just did something. Ooh, I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion for whoever, whatever low-level writer is feeding our info to Paul Heyman. All right. Just unify the damn men's titles, and that frees up a slot. Mm-hmm. I love the New Day. I think they're great. I would rather see them in the same mix as the Usos, the Revival, uh, War Machine, and uh, who am I missing? The other team in the club. Um, the club. Thank you, the club. The current champions. I'd rather see them mixing it up with all the be- – they have – Honestly, the WWE tag team wrestling, the WWE really has like what five or six of the best tag teams on the planet. Mm -hmm. Put them all in a single division, Mm -hmm. fighting for the same straps, and then you open up uh, a slot potentially for uh, the women's tag titles to be seen on TV on a regular basis. Um, I think that'd be fantastic. I think so too. There's the WWE have signed so much, they have signed so many. Uh, really, really spectacular uh, female talent mm-hmm. um, between NXT and the two major brands, uh, and a lot of them are not are not getting screen time right now. I know whether they're part of a tag team or not. I know, and it's a bummer. And yeah. and, and WWE has been rightly criticized over the last few weeks about uh, not having more opportunity and TV time for uh, the women's division as a whole. Um, just more than anything, regardless of who has the belts, they just need to be featured. They need to be on TV. Yeah. They need to be involved in storylines yeah. that uh, that build up the belts and build up the teams. And that's just not happening right now. And that's that's not the fault of the Iconics because I think they're they're talented enough to do all that. Mm-hmm. It's just not apparently a priority of them to be creative right now to make that happen. Yeah, they could be in a really terrific rivalry with either Mandy or and Sonya or uh, Austin Kyrie and, and Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Or they can do like if like they're doing with the Usos Club and Revival mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. They could be doing that right now. Mm-hmm. But and they're not. not. Yeah. Like who, bummer. who, I mean, granted, it's not like the new day. It's not like Biggie and Xavier Woods have been taking up a lot of TV time with a feud. So I'm not sure how much TV time would really like who they won those titles off of Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It's a pay-per-view. And then who pay-per-view. else even is there? There's heavy machinery. Yeah. That's pretty much it for SmackDown. That's kind of it. So I don't know. It, they need to, they need, they do need to be featured more though. Yes. Patrick Sparks is up next. Take it away, B-Man. Hey, friendos, Pat here. All right, so we're getting The Fiend versus most likely Man Balor at SummerSlam, which I think will be a pretty good match, and obviously The Fiend is going to win, even if we didn't hear that Finn wants to take time off. Makes all the sense in the world. That being said, who she feud with after? Um, personally, I'd like to see him feud with a baby face like Ricochet, because the matches would probably be good, but seeing an uber babyface and somebody like Ricochet or somebody like that being very intimidating and selling the terrifyingness, if that's a word, of The Fiend would be really good. So I want you to fantasy book, um, say, a three to six month feud for Bray Wyatt after SummerSlam after he defeats Finn Balor. Thanks, Rendos. Bye. Thank you, B-Man. So, B-Man. Uh, we all anticipate that... Uh, Fiend Bray Wyatt's going to uh, make quick work of Finn Balor at SummerSlam because Finn's taking a break. Mm-hmm. He's going to go on vacation for a couple months. More power to Finn. Um, 
But who's next for Bray? I had a couple contenders. I don't know if, if, if the, the, the wrestler I have in mind is next per se, but it's probably the person I most want to see. Don't say mine. No, I see your answer. I'm going to say my answer. <laughs> it's Braun Strowman. They had a pretty clean break. Wyatt Family and Braun, that first brand draft where Braun went to Raw and everybody else went to SmackDown, the Wyatt Family. Too clean. Yeah, and they really haven't crossed paths since. Yeah, just like the one time. Uh, build up Bray a bit. Make him really freaky, scary. Uh, and then that's something Braun has to contend with that he's never really had to contend with before. Freaky, scary, fiend Bray Wyatt. And you can, you can reference their past um, that, that Braun was brought in as part of the Wyatt family. Uh, maybe Bray still has a little bit of mind control over Braun. Who knows? There's just a lot to work with there. There is with your answer, too. But uh, if, if, you're, if you want a marquee matchup for Bray, uh, give us up with Braun Strowman in the near future. Again, I think Bray probably needs a couple more feuds before that. That's like a mania feud next sure. year. I think that'd be perfect. I think uh, so. He needs somebody who he can win, he can beat. Yeah. Braun, I, I love the idea of Braun. I love what they can do with it. Maybe uh, a Bray Supernatural Powers puts himself over Braun. But just they never like to have Braun lose to anybody I know. Here's, it's not Brock Lesnar. Here's the thing. I'm going through the roster and thinking of ideas. I thought Braun be cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought Mustafa Ali would be great. Mm -hmm. Problem is, Bray's going to win all those. Not the one, I don't want Bray to win. I do, but I want to... I, the more interesting feuds, it's it's it, it, it'd be programs where I don't want really to see either competitor lose. So you need somebody. This is why I chose the name I did. My my name is Luke Harper. You need somebody who right now just needs to be on TV, and people will be happy to see him. I think Luke is in a very interesting position. The vast majority of people, I think, <clears throat> kind of know his plight. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there hasn't been anybody chanting his name at shows or anything like that. He's not to that level. I mean. Nobody's really chanting Sasha's name either. She ain't been seen. But with Luke Harper, you have somebody who just needs to be on TV. He needs to be wrestling again. And you've got the obvious story built in. And Luke Harper at this point can afford to lose mm -hmm. as long as he is just showcased. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just remind ourselves what Luke Harper can do out there mm -hmm. and bring him back down to that brief moment in time before after the Wyatt family but before the Bludgeon Brothers when he wasn't like a blithering idiot or a, a guy who couldn't talk uh, you know there was there was like one interviewer he gave where he was just a normal dude yeah backstage it was like yes. WWE.com he was dude Harper exactly yeah. yeah it was good and he talked about his kids mm -hmm. I mean I, that's just just start there just go there you know maybe maybe reference the fact that he was in this cult, this this Wyatt oh, yeah, yeah. family. They can use that know? in the situation where it's like, okay, if I'm ever going to achieve what I want to achieve in WWE, I have to rid myself. I have to let go of my past. But I have to rid myself of the perception that I'm just a henchman. Mm -hmm. I'm just a hand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But also, like, Bray messed me up a little bit. Yeah, that being too. Under, you know, he had me sleeping out in the barn mm -hmm. in the Wyatt compound. My shirt was always dirty, and I couldn't for the life of me do a southern accent. And he kept talking about demonic powers, yeah. but he would just show uh, stock footage in the barn overnight. Right, exactly. It was, it was really disconcerting. I couldn't see my family. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, that's what you do. And then, yeah, Luke Harper, he can lose. Mm -hmm. But, man, to have him in a match on pay-per-view, in a singles match against a big act like The Fiend now... I think that could do wonders yeah, be pretty cool. for Luke Harper. And it also makes you, it, it gets you freaked out over the fiend a little bit more, you yeah, know? Yeah. 
because uh, you have a true like every man versus this weird supernatural thing. The thing about Finn is that a he's really cool looking, and b he's got the demon in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. So if he loses, it's not so heartbreaking. No, uh, with Luke Harper, it's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. So and that's what you kind of want. Yeah, totally. Next. A.O. Worm, Matt Chat Hall of Famer, A.O. Worm. What's good, everybody? It's the boy A.O. Worm here with another Matt Chat question. It's been a while. Um, you know, got the got the young ones with me. But, um, yeah, so just got done watching Smackville, Nash Down, whatever they called it, the little house show special. And it was um, it was pretty cool. Nice little three-match little special. So my question is, do you think WWE should do more of these, like have little themed live show events? And put them on a the network, like maybe like once a month, have like a live show and put it on a network. Do you think it works? Do you think it'll bring more people in? Maybe go to more house shows? I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. All right, guys, take it easy. Too sweet, hearty handshake. Thank you, AO Worm. Thank you, AO Worm. It's you. I go first. Yes, absolutely. Man, we said this before, Larson. Come on. Hold on, hold on. Before you continue, did you, did you watch Smackville? I watched. Uh, Ollie versus Shinsuke right. a little bit. Yeah. All right. Number one, what harm does it do? It doesn't do any harm. If you don't want, we didn't cover Smackville and the walls didn't come crumbling down. Everything was fine. It seems it seemed like a basically like a non canonical show. That's why we didn't cover it. The house shows, man. We've been saying for ages, hey, how great would it be? Just put on the WWE network. And yes, like he says, remind people house shows can be pretty fun. Let as long as, as long as. You let them retain all the fun stuff that they do at house shows when they sometimes break character a little bit, they get a little looser, a little goofier. There is absolutely no reason why they shouldn't be featuring house shows on the network more. And if you can uh, theme them up a little bit like Smackville, it didn't mean anything, but they were doing it from Nashville. So that's great. You give it a little music thing and that's awesome. And it gives people more of a reason to tune in. It gives people more of a reason to watch. If you're sitting there and it's a Saturday night and you're on the couch and you're bored, you're like, man, nothing's on Pluto TV right now. I've already seen every episode of Unsolved Mysteries. That's a problem I have. Uh, then, and oh, yeah, Smackville's on. Okay, cool. I'm going to tune in and, and check it out. And then every once in a while, you get a surprise. Maybe a title change happens. It gives you even more incentive to tune in. I think it's a great idea. There's no reasons, Larson. No reasons why you shouldn't have more content if it's available. There's already too much to follow. There's too much. Then don't watch. I didn't watch. Right. But if it gets to enough point where people, enough people don't watch, then there's no incentive for them to do them because they're spending money for no one to ever to, to watch it. But that's their business problem to have, not yeah, yours. Yeah, I understand. My problem is that they put some, some show in front of me called Smackville. I know it's a house show. Here's the thing. If you're going to do it, do the whole show. It was an hour. Whoa, hold on a second. I thought you were arguing no more, and now you're saying more. Here's the thing. No, it's, 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 a, it's a thing where it's, it's overarching is too much. <laughs> you're not giving me, just because you put it out there, you're not giving me a reason to watch it because I know nothing important is going to happen. Yeah, you can do the occasional title change. I know it's just a thing to drum up excitement about it. But if you're going to go through the, prob- the, 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 the trouble of airing it, air the whole thing. That's just an hour. Well, I agree with that. Put on more. Give us all the because all of if, if I know if, if if this is like a two and a half three hour house show and you're only broadcasting an hour of it, okay, this doesn't matter at all. Yeah, this is completely inconsequential. Yeah, so why should I bother caring? I'm not going to give me if 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 you're going to go through the trouble of oversaturating the market, then give us stakes involved with every little thing you do. There's no stakes. 
There is no stakes with Smackville. I don't care because there's no stakes. Sometimes you just want to, like A.O. Worm. He was like, hey, that's fine. Worm's going to turn But, on. but if, if that's, if that's my on. situation where I'm on Saturday night sitting home alone not doing anything, am I going to watch Smackville or am I going to watch the G1? Give me the G1. Well, in two months, G1 ain't even going to be around. There's so a whole backlog of stuff in New Japan world I'm completely unfamiliar with that I can watch, educate myself, enjoy some really good wrestling. And, and, and guess what? It matters. Yeah, but you won't, I mean, what, why couldn't it just be a bit? Not everybody wants to watch New Japan. Sometimes people just want to zone out and watch WWE. Not every match has to be a four star match, man. Sometimes you can have a two star dud and be perfectly happy. I don't know. When was the last time you had a two star dud and were perfectly happy? Uh, Think on that one. Uh, we got a question from Rich and Chase. Oh, yeah, and Chase. Sorry. Yeah, take it away. Hey, friendos and Steven Larson. This is your Tournament of Champions current winner, Rich. Just got done winning Chad Trivia with help from Chase here. But we have somewhat of a two-part question, and here is Chase's first part. Um, who do you think would win against Shinsuke against The Undertaker? Pretty good question. My quick follow-up to that <laughs> is how long do you think Shinsuke will be a heel and do you think they'll ever turn him face? But let us know. We left the house and saw the time, so we had to hurry and get this in. So talk to you later, friendos. Bye. Thank you, Chase, and thank you, Rich. Thank you. Uh, Nakamura would need that win. So I'll say Nakamura would win that match between okay. The Undertaker and Nakamura. He needs the rub. Uh, you want to push uh, Shinsuke to the next level, give him a win over the dead man. Um, as far as how long uh, is he going to remain a heel, In th your answer is probably right. But in theory, if they can actually book a heel run for his that actually uh, utilizes his immense charisma effectively. Um, that real that matters, you know? A heel run that actually matters exactly. is what you're talking that about. That showcase the full breadth yeah. of the skills. Then it's a situation where, oh, here's a heel that can get over organically as a face. He needs to wear that crown again. Yeah, man. He's got that great long coat of his. He's got the trench coat, yeah. He's got the trench coat. Instead of a crown. a crown, he has like a, 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 a like cap? He, no, like a like he goes full like detective. What do you call that? What do you call a Sherlock Holmes hat? Well, not that, not kind of hat, just a a pipe. No, not a pipe, but a hat. I can't think fedora? of the name of that. Yes, a fedora. Thank you. No, that name. <laughs> oh, because of the trench coat. Yeah, okay. the trench coat. Ah, see. He goes full. Yeah, yeah. I went surfing today. Gumshoe. Yeah. yeah, I went surfing today. See, a body washed up on the shore. Now I got to find out who done it. You got it. <laughs> he comes in with a little bit. So Roman Reigns, how do we know you didn't push this stuff on yourself? Huh? There you go. There you go. Ah, anyways, sorry. Um. Yeah, so uh, I agree with both of those things. Uh, Nakamura should totally beat Undertaker if they do it. Honestly, they just need sort of Nakamura to get back to relevance. Um, I thought, we all thought that they were going to do something with the United States of Nakamura, Nakamura or whatever. Yeah, they didn't do anything with that. And they didn't do anything with it, but it seemed like they wanted to. Uh, and then now he's got the Intercontinental Championship at a time when that's sort of lower than the U.S. title in terms of seeming importance. Uh you know, look, man. If they're if they're doing if they're giving us if we're getting back in the territory of factions, I can't think of anybody better to lead a faction than the co-founder of Chaos. Uh, he even he even dropped the term Chaos on the I think it was the SmackDown when I was gone mm. that I watched for uh, no yeah the day after I did the WrestleTalk thing. Um, I actually watched SmackDown, and uh, he said I'm ready to bring some chaos to the Intercontinental Championship or something like that. There you go. And I was like, whoa. So it would be great if he started a faction, like mm -hmm. do that, and then uh, what if he joins the OC, that'd be cool. 
oh, that'd be great. Then they kick him out. He's a face. Yep. And he's huge. But you're right. He he was definitely something special in NXT. Mm-hmm. People understood it. And uh, then he got to main roster. One of the most over wrestlers I've ever yeah. seen. Oh, yeah. Big time. We were in Brooklyn for and a they, takeover. As soon as he got called up. The artist. Oh, that killed it. Yeah. King of Strong Style is such a great name. I know. I know. Like those that legitimately makes me upset now. Yeah, it's, it's really upset. You know, it's like when you think about well, it. When they call him up and they have him in the segment against the Miz, you're like, oh, this makes sense. This is a time of Daniel Bryan and the Miz were going back and forth about the Miz being a soft wrestler. And here, this King of Strong Styles in front of Miz, he right. runs a test his metal yeah. against him. And then uh, draft happens, and then Miz is shipped to, to Raw. Yeah, dude. Doesn't really make much sense. There is so much money they have left on the table, it's ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> Next up, Guillaume Jacksonville's. Jacksonville's number one. Yep. Let's see what he has to say. Hey there, friendos. This is Jacksonville's number one Matt Chatter, Gion Halili, back with another Matt Chat question. This week, my question was actually given to me by Jacksonville's number two. And her question is, she didn't want to ask it. Her question is, which WWE superstars would you want to be on your team to do an escape room? And you can have a max of seven. Each of you. Make a team. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me know your thoughts. And yeah, keep the great work up. You guys are awesome. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. This has been Jacksonville's number one. Later. Thank you, Guillaume. Thank you, Guillaume. You are done escape room before? No. Nor have I. I want to. I have no desire. Test my your, mental acumen. Your mental acumen? Yeah. I feel like a junior college, I could have been pretty good these days. Mm. Yeah, I know, like high school to junior college, maybe even... College days, yeah. College days, probably. Before all the booze good. drinking happened in my life. Well, yeah, that kills off a lot of brain, brain cells. cells. indeed. That's what I hear anyway. Indeed. So, uh, Steve, who would uh, who would be members of your escape room team and why? It'd be the Wyatt family. All right. Bray, Randy Orton, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan. Uh, Tell me why. Braun wasn't really around long enough to establish that he had teleportation powers. Oh, there you go. Cheat code, teleport mm-hmm. out of there. Don't there have to go. use what little brain cells I have there left. There you go. The dullard has to do nothing but hold the hands of Bray Wyatt and Eric and Rowan. Hope, and hope he can transmit his teleportation powers to you. I know. He might just accidentally like teleport my hands off. Or, or he might teleport without you. You'd be stuck in the escape room for the hour. Well, then I'll add another one who has to be left behind. Uh, in case I do get teleported out, uh, smartest guy on the roster is probably Xavier Woods. Mm. Is he only, is he actually a PhD? Or is he working hearing. on that? I think I keep hearing he has is a PhD. He working on the PhD? I don't know. Is he, or he is a PhD. I don't know. It seemed like a simple Google search should answer that question. Nevertheless, that dude seems super smart. Yeah, and that's one reason why uh, the New Day, yeah, will be on my team. As will Bray Wyatt, because yes, he does have supernatural powers. You don't feel that Big E would be clowning around a little too much? No, man, we've seen intense Big E. He's goofing. Nah, but when, when he needs to get down to business, he's all, he's all business. Fair enough. Who else now? Uh, so the New Day, I got Bray because Supernatural Powers. Sure. Uh, Seth, he's the architect. Yeah, but hasn't it become clear that he really doesn't know what he's doing? I'd like to see some of the houses and structures he's actually built. No, me too. I feel like they all fall apart. That's why he's not at the top of this list. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, I put Alexa Bliss on here. Because she, she contorts. That, and also she's good at manipulating people. Oh, wow. Well, she is. That's her character. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm, but I'm saying, is that healthy? This is a team exercise. But, I, but I'm thinking, if she's good at manipulating people, maybe she's good at playing, uh, find out when mind games are being played on her, solving puzzles. Okay. It's a bit, bit of a stretch. Bit of a stretch, but okay, fair and enough. And then finally, our truth the 24-7 champion, he's proved himself adept at escaping situations. Yeah, okay. 
But that's just like running and hiding. I don't think you understand the nature of an escape room. It's more puzzle solving. Okay. He doesn't really come across as the best puzzle solver in the world. I don't know, man. I think he. I think. I think. I think you're. I think you're. You're. You should have have a bit more confidence in our truth. I love our truth. I was watching. It's uh, great. Although, if a situation like that video he posted on Twitter when they're stuck in the elevator, they're stuck in the escape room, he just says, "I have gas." Yeah, no good. That could be an issue. Although, you know, here's the thing, though: if you if you have our truth in there, you want Carmela in there too, because nothing beats her laugh, yeah. her shoot laugh, whenever our truth says something. Yeah, he seemingly always has her on the verge of I know. cracking up. I know, and it's a, it's a wonder to watch. Yes, I was watching a, a little bit of uh, Ms. and Mrs. Uh, uh-huh. yesterday. And our truth was giving uh, Miz some advice on how to baby-proof stuff because our mm-hmm. truth has five kids of his mm-hmm. own, and it was just absolutely adorable. It's our truth. Just seems like like if if I could choose my if anybody out there asked, hey Stephen Larson, this is so and so with my Matt Chat question, who would you want? What wrestler would you want to be your dad if you could choose? It'd be our truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easily, it'd be our truth. Mm-hmm. He seems great. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, got a question from Andy Nero. Let's see what Andy has to say. This is just for you, man. Hey, friendos, Stephen Larson, Nero here with a mad track question. This one's a hypothetical question. Um, Larson, you've obviously made it very clear that you don't too sweet. My question is, let's say in 2020, 2021, Suzuki Goon becomes no more. Minoru Suzuki joins Bullet Club as the leader of Bullet Club and starts too sweeting everyone. And by some miracle, going in raw gets an exclusive interview with the king himself. At the end of said interview, uh, it's all been very cordial. He throws up a two sweet. Do you two sweet him back? Take care. Bye. Thank you, Andy Nero. Thank you, brother Nero. Um, as everybody knows, I'm a man of principle. <laughs> um, and I'm sorry. Did, did you hear that? I said. <laughs> no, I heard. Yeah. And as such, um, uh, I respect Minoru Suzuki greatly. Greatest uh, fight combat athlete of all time. Answer the question. One of my ten favorite wrestlers ever. Answer the question. Uh, unfortunately, if he presents a too sweet to me, I would have to respectfully decline. Psych. Not. That's not true. You too sweet at AJ Styles. You never saw that. But did it happen or no? You never saw it, so it doesn't matter. Did it happen or no? You never saw it, so it doesn't Exactly. Matter. Proved my point. You totally too sweet at AJ Styles, and he did not pony up $200,000. I think it was before we had a... No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was uh, before all that. Was it before our Patreon? Mm-hmm. We no, it was before the before. Patreon, but it was before we put that tier up. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, uh, you would. Of mm-hmm. course you would. Mm-hmm. You would try to do it outside of my amazing periphery, which extends to, like, basically right here. It's like, if this is, like, 360 degrees, like, 300-degree periphery. Uh, and uh, But you'd fail. I'd see it. This time I'm savvy enough to capture it on camera. A lot of people did actually notice when you two-sweeted Kenny on the lowdown uh, at the G1 There was the no, G1 There was never any conclusive evidence of anything re- approaching a two-sweet. Definitely happened. No. So, uh, yeah. You know, don't don't ever meet your heroes, people. <laughs> They'll disappoint you. Gosh, I hope I'm nobody's hero. Wow. Oh, man. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Uh, next, a couple text questions. First, from Luis Ariza. Pick five wrestlers you want to see come back as managers, and what team wrestler would they manage? Go ahead, Steve. You have one answer, but it's pretty good. I want Ro- I want to see Robocop come back. He's going to manage Chris Cyborg when she starts wrestling. What about Jean-Claude Van Damme? He was in a movie called Cyborg. And then he manages Rob Van Damme? There you go. Well, to manage Chris Cyborg. No, he manages Rob Van Damme. Yeah, sure. 
But I was thinking you have Rebel Cop and, and 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 Cyborg Van Dam, yeah, okay. both co-managing. Was he a cyborg, cyborg in that movie? I think so. Yeah, okay, I just remember the time travel one, Time Cop. Yeah, and then there was one where there were two Van Dams. He played them both. Yeah, I remember that one. Too. Double something. Well, then there was one with Rodman. Yeah, how oh, was that one? I called? saw that one in the movies. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I ever saw a Van Damme movie in the theater. I used to really like Bloodsport when I was a kid. That's a fun one. Yeah, I only saw the one with Rodman. I don't know why. Is that Double Team? Double Team? Maybe. With Rodman in it? It could be Double Team, yeah. I think me and Dan Leard went to go see it together. I feel like that one for sure had a basketball kind of inspired title. Because it's got, well, yeah, but then there was no, Rodman in it. But there was no like basketball in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, see, that one was called Double Team. Dennis Rodman, bring him back in yeah, as a manager. Double team. I bring him in for a manager. That's good. He's a former professional wrestler. He would manage uh, the Street Profits hmm. because I mean they they did Snapchats where they were playing basketball. Okay, and then you know that's yeah, good. Yeah. He was a Chicago Bull. They sort of wear Chicago Bulls colors true, sometimes. True, true. Uh, I have a few answers. Only one. Oh, Medusa. Oh, that'd be good. I want to see her come back. As a manager. And she's really taking it to Lacey Evans on social media. And manage. You know what would be cool? Uh, who's like the toughest person? How about Medusa comes back and manages Mia Yim? Pretty cool. Ooh, tough. Toughness. Yeah. Uh, Wade Barrett. Now, I was trying to think of someone in the NXT UK that uh, is really good but could use someone to do something they're talking for him. And I really like Travis Banks. I think he can do it. Just the way they've had his character so far on NXT UK is not present. <laughs> it's like he he's he's a great intense in ring performer, and when yeah. they focus on his intensity, he's really good. Mm-hmm. But when his interviews, they kind of make him just seem like an average Joe. It's not working for me. Yeah. Uh, have bad news, Barrett. Bring him back to be the manager for Travis Banks. Uh, Travis Banks would be over huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That's a good answer. Uh, a couple other names: Sting. It's because Sting's awesome. Who would you have Sting? I don't uh, know. Yeah. Who, who, like, uh, if he can mentor storyline-wise someone to be the next franchise of WWE, something like that, because mm-hmm. he was a franchise of WCW. But I don't know who exactly. Um, you know what you could do? You can come back to manage Seth Rollins. Actually, did that was my first thought. But then he turns on Seth. For ending for his injury career. Ending his career. And then he aligns himself with RoboCop. There you go. To, to counter, counter the Seth's strength, strength. Seth Rollins. There you go. Perfect. Uh, Mark Henry. I want Mark Henry to be a manager. I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Road Dog. And then finally Ryback. I want Ryback to manage with Lars Sullivan. <laughs> That's good. That's messed up. They might absorb each other. I know. Talking about Raw Gate Mutant. Mm-hmm. Road Dog could manage, well, Seth, because he wants to be DX now. So bad. Seth got a little piece of that DX. He he's going to start wearing green. So bad. He's going to start doing cross shops. So bad. Who can Mark Henry manage? Who's strong? Roderick. All right. Strong. Sorry. Sorry. You're the world's strongest man because you have strong in your name. <laughs> I bequeath my title of world's strongest man to you, Roderick Strong. Uh, finally, a text question from Taco Dan. He says, so I went to see the new Lion King remake and being a child in the mid-90s, I really enjoyed it. One of my biggest criticisms is that it's basically the same movie shot for shot as the original. So my question is, could each of you pick a match from the past and remake it using modern wrestlers where the main beat to the match would be the same as the old one but with new wrestlers' own style? 
What do you got? Uh, oh, this is great. The Montreal Screwjob. I want to see that remade uh, featuring Kota Ibushi mm-hmm. in the role of Bret Hart mm-hmm. and Blow Up Doll mm-hmm. in the role of Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Blow Up Doll goes over only due to wonk finish. Mm-hmm. Screwjob finish. That's what mm-hmm. I want to see. Mm-hmm. First thing I thought of, because I think it'd be funny, is uh, Hogan versus HBK SummerSlam. Um, instead, Again, you, great for a blow-up doll match. Yeah, it would be. Uh, and then Cena would, would, would have the role of Hulk Hogan's role. Oh. And then AJ Styles oh, yeah. could be the one overselling. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's that really good. could be good. funny. I, no, that's a good one, too. I want to see Hulk Hogan, the SummerSlam match, Hogan versus HBK. But in the role of HBK overselling, no. In the role of Hogan, oh, ooh. Yano. And in the role of the person overselling... Orange Cassidy. Hands in his pockets the whole time. We got it. <laughs> Collaboration right there. That's the show. That's it. All right. If you want to be part of Matt Chat, hey, $20 in my pocket. And uh, you can be just... Why do you get a question. pocket the whole $20? You split I'll 10. Pay, well, I'll PayPal you... T- they only have a $20 bill. I will PayPal you $10. And so it's even. You better. Yeah. Well, I'm going to. Gee whiz, man. My eyes on you. Yeah, I got my eyes on you too, pal. Anyways, thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.